Welcome to another edition of Down the HR Rabbit Hole brought to you by Crescent HR and Crescent Payroll Solutions. My name is Sanders Offner, and I am the president of Crescent Payroll Solutions. Very excited about our podcast today. Got a, a great special guest and friend. Uh, we're looking forward to some great conversation. And for those of you who are listening, some, some excellent content to help you in your businesses. So before I do that, I want to introduce my co-host today, Mr. Philip Carrillo, our resident HR advisor for Crescent HR. Welcome, Philip. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Philip, would you introduce our special guest, please? Yes. Today we have Chad Perrier with us. He is the Vice President of Operations at Universal Data Incorporated, or UDI as it's better known. It's a family-owned and operated IT consulting firm that specializes in cybersecurity and IT service delivery. Chad advises business leaders on applying IT to transfer the way organizations gain agility. Chad specializes in helping clients grow and creating alignment between technology with strategic objectives and outcomes. Chad's approach, both inside UDI and with clients, transforms organizational and operational processes in ways that support new methods of working and allows a culture rooted in collaboration. Excellent, excellent bio and perfectly timed for today's topic. Welcome, Chad. Happy to be here. Thank you very much for joining us. So, Chad, um, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to our, our first podcast that we did on remote workforce and some of the challenges that employers face. So today we've kind of parlayed that into um, the remote workforce, I think, is probably here to stay for a while. And that obviously brings an element of technology into the picture. So a lot of what I want to talk to you about today is um, the evolving nature of your business and how you're helping your clients and what some of the challenges that they were maybe facing or not prepared for before COVID and what should they be thinking of coming out of COVID in the event that this happens again. So just keep that in mind as we're having this discussion today. Absolutely. Awesome. Philip, do we have our first question for Chad? Well, so since this is an HR-oriented podcast, we thought we'd ask you a little bit about um, culture and how you handled COVID-19. But since this is a technology guest, um, we're gonna meld those two together a little bit. So the first thing we're really curious about is when you saw this coming down the pipe, you knew something was afoot when we started getting all this news, COVID was gonna change the landscape. What was the first thing you were thinking as an operations director at a technology firm? So we approached this in a way that, <clears throat> excuse me, when, um, when I guess we were faced with this, we were about two weeks prior to this shutdown. And I got with my management team and we said, look, this thing is real. Um, we absolutely had no idea how real it was, but what are our priorities when we're faced with this? And we came up with two priorities, the health and safety of our people and their families and the business continuity for our clients. So as long as we were making decisions that aligned with those two priorities, we knew we couldn't go wrong. So about a week and a half before the shutdown, when we started hearing throughout the nation, different cities, different businesses, starting to close, starting to go home, we decided, hey, let's get ahead of this. We sent our people home. We said everybody, which was an unusual move, we, we had the, the technical infrastructure to do so, and some of our staff were doing that you know, sporadically, you know, maybe once or twice a month by no means to this extent. We shut our entire office down a week and a half, and we said, everybody go home, go get set up, 
Take your phones home, take your computers home, take your entire desks set up home. We've never done it to that extent. And we made sure that we were able to focus on our clients' um, businesses. Because when that mad rush came a week later, two weeks later, we needed to make sure that we had the resources in order to support that. And we did just that. We were able to get our clients, clients that said, I will never go work from home permanently. I will never uh, be forced to not come into my office. A day, two days before they told me that. Um, that Monday, that after the, uh, Governor Bell Edwards shut everything down, they were calling. And we were ready, we were ready to get them set up. Um, in certain cases, we had to procure equipment. We had to get them the proper um, hardware, software in order to do it. But our people were ready. I was confident that our people were safe, um, that our people were um, taking care of their families. And in turn, they were able to help take care of our clients. Chad, so walk us through, you know, what, you know, I, I'm one of your clients, you know, I call you in a panic, you know, the day everything got shut down. W what are you advising me? What are, what are some of the things I need to do, you know, to, to support a remote workforce in order to be effective in, in, in my business to continue to run? So last year when this happened, um, we our clients called us and we made the necessary changes. We said, oh, tell us what you absolutely need to do today in order to continue keeping your business running. And we will do just that. And we made those changes. We made you know outside house calls where we would just go drop off equipment at the doorstep, walk to the, sh uh, to the sidewalk, let them open their door, pick up their equipment, make sure it was everything that they needed. Um, but we needed to make sure that their people were able to work which required a lot of changes on the system side, on the network side, um, but those changes were necessary. It was it was all hands on deck. Deck. It was doing whatever you needed to do in order to get those uh, businesses operating. From there, we kind of took a step back. All right, we just made a whirlwind of changes in all of our clients' environments. Whether it was getting VPN access, whether it was getting them access to a phone system, um, to their servers, to their software, whatever it may have been, we got them access. Now, after the, that whirlwind settled down a little bit, we said, let's go clean up those changes. Let's go make sure they're doing so in an effective manner, in an efficient manner, and most importantly, in a secure manner. And we made sure that we those, those holes that we opened up for those remote access, uh, that we cleaned those holes up, that we made sure that they were doing so, they were accessing things in a secure way, and that their employees were able to print, able to cut checks, able to pay their bills, able to support their clients. Um, from there, we said, all right, this is going to go, and we, we were thinking this was going to be four weeks, but not uh, an entire year almost. So from there, we started saying, all right, what can we do to help them get better every day at their work? You know, this is here to stay. This work from home is here to stay. What can we do to make sure that their employees are engaged, that they are engaged, and that they are able to conduct their business? At the end of the day, they need to be able to sleep at night knowing that we're able to take care of their technology and that we have their back. That's fantastic. You know, I think where where some of the businesses struggled the most is the ones that didn't have a resource like you. You know, they didn't have an, uh, really an IT presence at all. So if anything, that's kind of pushed IT into the forefront of, of decisions that, that businesses are having to make. You know, whether it's 
you know, yes, we're maybe coming out of COVID and people are going back to the office, but there's also a lot of businesses that have said, hey, I can run my business just as effectively from home as I would at, at a place of business of brick and mortar. Now I can eliminate that. But I think where, I think what business owners want to know today is, hey, yes, we're coming out of it, but am I prepared if this happens again? So how does a company like yours, you know, work with these businesses, the ones that are maybe a little naive to IT or they're, they're a 50-year-old business and they've, you know, they, they believe they got to be at the office in order to operate? What are you doing to educate them on here's how you got to prepare yourself? Yeah, so the, the mindset of the business environment has changed. Um, this work from home or this hybrid work environment is here to stay. It's not going anywhere for the next several years. So we need to make sure these businesses, IT's infrastructure, are able to support it. So whether they're working from the office, whether they're working from home, or whether they're working from, hopefully, a, a beach in Florida, that they're able to work the same way that they're, they're, they were able to work pre-pandemic. And so we're setting up, and we're calling it the serverless office, or the hybrid work environment, where they're able to continue to work regardless of where they are, if they have a sick kid, sick parent, or if they're in the office. Their, their employee work experience will be the exact same way each and every time. Um, when their clients call, the client may not know the difference whether they're in the office or whether they're at home or whether they're at the beach. They're calling the same phone. They're getting the same type of support. Every experience, every interaction with our clients, their clients, the people that they support needs to be the same, and they need to make sure that they're doing it in a collaborative effort. That's great. That is a really excellent um, kind of, I would say, mindset to have. Something I think about all day, every day, and I write about it a lot in my blog. I'm, I'm reading everything I can get my hands on. It has to do with employee engagement. And what you just mentioned is all about creating a continuum in experience of the employee. One that says, this is how I've learned to work. And this is how I'm most efficient. We know these things are true. So m making that as smooth as possible as we transition from the way that we all know how to work and into this new sort of environment is just a tremendous feat. Um, you mentioned a VPN, you mentioned all these other types of technologies, this new network. This is something that people need to outsource. I mean, tell me a little bit about. So, so they can outsource, that certainly is beneficial in certain cases, um, but they need to understand what the technology can do. One of the benefits that the pandemic brought is people were forced to use technology the way that it was meant to be used. Prior to um, the pandemic, how many people really were using Teams, Microsoft Teams, for example, um, in the way that they're using it now? They used to, if they needed to talk to their coworker, they'd get up, they'd walk across the building, they'd go have a conversation with their coworker. They, they couldn't do that last year. They possibly can't do that right now. Um, but leveraging a, a tool like Microsoft Teams, a technology like Microsoft Teams, they're able to quickly chat with them, quickly video call them, quickly phone call them without even seeing their face. They were able to have that same interpersonal interaction with them. Um, and that's the way that these things were meant to do. So having an outsourced IT company allows you to focus on the things that drive your business 
and allows us to help you leverage technology to drive your business. You know, not many people want to understand what bits and bytes are. Not many people want to understand how does a VPN work? How do, what are these different tools out there? We have our ears to the ground. We understand the things that work. We understand the things that don't work. Um, and it varies in industry. It varies in size of organization. It varies in types of organization, the culture of your organization. Um, and a, a organization with older employees may require different types of uh, software, may require different types of tools than a client with a bunch of 25 to 30 year olds. It's because they've been using technology differently. But each client has its own unique needs. Each organization has its own uni unique needs. And we're able to help identify what those needs are, identify the goals of your organization, and tie some type of technology solution to it. Um, and that, that takes expertise. That takes uh, hours and days of studying and understanding what's out there, development, researching. And is that the thing that drives your organization? Is that what you want to focus your, is that what these business owners want to focus their attention on? Or do they want to focus their attention on the things that help their customers? Right. And, you know, I think it, as it ties into the, the HR component and connecting with your employees, for those businesses that got sent home and didn't have these additional tools, they weren't communicating with their employees and the employees could not communicate with themselves. So that, in a lot of ways, probably caused um, a lot of rift in the organization because they, they had it one day and then they didn't have it the next. So to your point, if they were prepared, even if you go remote, you've got these tools in place where it, you just you don't skip a beat. You know, so I think as we're talking to HR professionals, especially the ones that were really affect the businesses were affected by COVID, th I think they appreciate technology more than ever because if they don't, they don't have that in place, then now they can't communicate and do things with their employees that keep them engaged, you know, keep them happy and working. And that's a huge part of it. Yeah, and they, they um, for most organizations, their employees are their biggest asset, human capital. Human capital is the biggest asset. And you need to make sure that you have the right structure in place to retain happy, good employees. If they can't work with each other collaboratively, if they can't communicate, if they can't get their job done in an effective way, the likeliness you're going to keep a good employee is, is going to take a hurting. Um, so putting those tools into place, uh, it, it helps you with that. It helps the employee experience. I can absolutely speak for myself in agreement with that, that there is a level of uh, follow-through and, um, well, I'm less inclined to follow through with something if it's really difficult to reach what it is that I need to do my job. Those resources, those documents, all the data that I need access to to do my job, there is an element of making that not so difficult that it really defeats the whole effort altogether. It makes it so laborious that it becomes counterproductive and disengages me. Yeah, if you're hiring smart people, you want to be able to empower them with the tools in order to get their job done. Um, and having uh, the right technology in place, the right systems in place, empowers them to, to reach their capacity with what you hired them for. Um, if you don't have those things in place, they're just going to be hindered and they're, they're going to run roadblocks left and right. And the, uh, your likeliness that you're going to get the most out of them, it's, it's going to be difficult.
Is that part of your employer value proposition that you sell to your employees? Yeah, we we, tr- we want to make sure we have we are in a uh, good place to work. We've gotten city business best places to work. I think five of the last six years. Wow. Um, and that's, that's because awesome. thank you, thank you. And it, it's it's the team that we have. Um, they work together. They help each other. They lift each other up. And we challenge each other, challenge each other of what can we be doing better. It's not just one or two people within the organization that's saying this is what we need to do. It's a it's a collective effort, all hands on deck. We, we ask them if they see something that we're doing, that they believe that there's a smarter, more efficient way of doing it, to, to let us know. We, we demand that of them. Because if we're doing some, a way just because that's the best way we have at the time doesn't mean that's the – that's the smartest way of doing it. It's not, it means that there's be, not a better way out there. So let's bring those things to the table um, while giving them the tools. That's a great point. You know, as we're sitting here talking about this, Chad, I, I realize how aligned our businesses are, if you think about it. You know, when we look at the, the payroll and the HR side, as with your business with technology, if, if our clients don't view us as a partner and an integral part of their business, then I don't think we're ever gonna get that that wow factor from our client base, right? If we're looked at as a vendor or someone that just is there in case a problem arises, then it's a completely different element if we come in with that partner approach and say, hey, we have to be lockstep in these, these situations and these decisions or else when those things happen, those bad things happen, you're not prepared. So um, I, I, I love with you all what you all are doing over there at UDI. That's fantastic. You know, uh, we're going to wrap up the podcast here in a minute. But, you know, for our listeners, Chad, uh, briefly tell if someone's listening, they don't have a they're not using a, a, an IT group like yours. What um, tell them briefly what you all are doing for businesses and how you can help them. We're helping businesses enable that hybrid work environment. As I said earlier, it's it's the serverless office. It's allowing their employees to work anytime, anywhere. We're taking the, the headaches out of IT and allowing us to own that piece of it. We have one of our differentiators within our organization is we want to be your best employee. We want to be the most accountable person that you know. Make sure that we're getting our job done. Allow us to focus on the technology aspect of things while you focus on the things that, that drive your business. Um, technology has changed greatly over the last year it takes constant effort it takes constant uh education on it and we need to make sure that we're doing that to help our clients grow uh, we are our clients best partner we want to be their best partner we don't want to be put in the vendor zone as we as we joke about it we want to be a partner a true partner to them a part of their team and um you know we want to make sure that we have lasting relationships with them that's awesome Okay, well, we're going to wrap up the podcast today. Chad, thank you for joining us. Um, Chad Perrier, Vice President of Universal Data, located in Elmwood. Um, if you're listening, you need help, please give them a call. We highly recommend them. Um, they're a fantastic friend, fantastic partner, fantastic client. Um, so thanks again. Um, I'm going to, again, leave with a call of action today. So if, uh, if you're listening and you email sales at crescent-payroll.com, the first one to do that will get a f- complimentary audit from Philip Carrillo with Crescent HR. Um, audit should not be a bad word, right, Philip? It should be a good one. That 
That's right. It's a springboard to the future of your success. That is correct. Thank you for joining us today, and uh, we look forward for everyone joining us for our next podcast. Thank you.